<laughs> Nigga, did you just throw up or some shit? Uh, no. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I have no idea. That shit. Let's go ahead and hop to it. Um, hold on. Kind of. Did somebody mess with my... Felt like... There we go. It just felt like something was messed up there. Okay. Oh, you got kids, man, but some dude pod. Trey, you um, was messing with the with the mic? That's possible. Nah, it's not possibly Trey. It's probably Landon. Okay. Some dude one. We're going to do it a half. I didn't like that last episode, Mike. Why? What were we talking about on the last one? I don't know. It just felt kind of off. The last one we were talking about, that last one was a good one. I, I mean, I still might post it, but it oh. felt kind of off. Okay. I mean, we no still worries. got a YouTube video, but no, no we're going to half this one. Yeah, you know, so yeah, make yeah. sure you rate, like, subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. Indeed. Um, you know, this ain't going to be long because we got a lot of stuff to do. But we want to make sure we get you some content out because um, this Thursday, I, and I don't know, Mike, if you're going to make it. You know, I'm saying? sliding. I'm sliding. Okay, there we go. I'm going right. to slide. No, but we will be at um, Haymarket Pub for the Barber's Chair um, NFL Draft Party. Um, I'll be hosting it. So make sure y'all slide through. Y'all got an RSVP, RSVP at WBCN.net, or you can click the link in my bio. Um, but yeah, man, um, let's get to it, man. It's a happy day in Chicago, Mike. It is, huh? Let, it me, is. Yeah, let me just say It's that. not a happy day in Chicago if you a White Sox fan. I ain't got shit to do with that. I, I left that train. <laughs> you, you left it already, huh? Uh, yeah, I left the train, too. I tell no, I, I t- I actually I like, left it like two, three years ago, Jack. Oh, no, no, no. I yes. left the train a couple of days ago. And I said, I ain't getting back on until they get to at least 500. The White Sox are pathetic. Shout out to the Cubs, though. The Cubs doing their thing. So if you're a Cubs fan, it's a happy day in Chicago for you. But I obviously know why it's a happy day in Chicago. Bang, if you want to go ahead and explain why it is a happy day in Chicago. We, the people, are listening. Hey, Green Bay Packers fans. Welcome to the ghetto. <laughs> In the ghetto. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Aaron Rodgers has been traded. I don't even give a damn about compensation. In the ghetto. I see Green Bay Packers fans who send up there arguing about that we get too much or too little and all that stuff. It don't matter. Because, Mike, where they live at now? In the ghetto. That's when you know you live in the ghetto, fam. <laughs> when you arguing about shit like that, fam. I am so happy. Aaron Rodgers is officially, officially a New York Jet. Well, he takes his physical on Wednesday. He's officially a Jet. He's officially yeah, a Jet. Fam. The trade is done. The, the Jordan Love era is here. I am so happy. Look, it's going to be a fair fight for the North now. <laughs> I'm not going to see. You see what I did? I did not say we're taking over the North. I didn't say anything about we run the North. I said it's a fair fight in the North. You got Jordan Love. You got Jared Goff, you got Kirk Cousins, and you got Justin Fields. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested. <laughs> I can't Very wait. Much so. Football season is going to be – I can't wait for football season. Oh, man, I, can't I can't wait. wait. I can't wait. When I tell you, Mike, I cannot wait the draft. I can't wait to see who we pick. I can't wait to see what go- I mean, Detroit got a higher pick than us. This is the, this is their first 10 picks. It's all like unpredictable right now. We yeah, don't know I, who's going where right now. Normally in drafts, we know who's going first, we know who's going second, you know, third and all that. At least top five. We know who's gonna be in the top five. We honestly don't know what's going on right now. You know what I hope for y'all though, Mike? 
I hope y'all get Bijan Robinson. Okay, I'm I'm cool. I with that. hope. I, would I like hope that. that's the guy for y'all. I hope he drops to y'all, but I hope Jalen Carter drops to us. Okay. I I have no problem with his character because I don't know him. Yeah. Until I meet him, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. All I know though is Aaron Rodgers is no longer in Green Bay. <laughs> Look, let me say this because I've talked about Aaron Rodgers enough on this show. Yeah, for sure. So let me just say this, man. I really respect Aaron Rodgers. I really do. He kicked our ass for 18 years. For 14, 18 of which he was with the team. But, you know, he started like year four or whatever. He kicked our ass for 18 years, basically. Mm -hmm. You can't do nothing but respect that man and what he did to us. Um. He is one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. He should have more than one Super Bowl. He should have more than one NFC Championship game, fam. Yeah. Like Rex Grossman got the same amount as Buddy do. Yeah. But he got the ring. And I'm for one, and I'm not going to be a hater. And Rodgers is talentedly one of the GOATs. If he wins a title in New York with the Jets, got to put him in the GOAT conversation. He legit has to be in the GOAT conversation off of lore alone because the Jets ain't sniffed the world title since they went in Super Bowl three. Jesus. <laughs> now, that team that they have, Brees Hall, even though he's coming off a knee injury, but you got Michael Carter there. You got Garrett Wilson there, Alan Lazard that slid through. Um, you defense is on point. If Aaron Rodgers is half of what he can be, which is still better than Zach Wilson, it's gonna be some conversations that need to be had in the AFC West. If he wins a Super Bowl, does that make him the best quarterback to ever put on a Jets mm-hmm. uniform? Oh yeah. It's just I mean, we know we got Joe Namath, but that's it. Is he already the best quarterback to wear a Jets jersey? Or he actually got to yeah. do something Look, in the jersey? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can throw one pass yeah, he better in the than Joe preseason. Namath. And no, he's better than Vinny Testaverde. It's Joe Namath. <laughs> it's Vinny Testaverde. Then Aaron Rodgers? It's Aaron Rodgers. So once Aaron Rodgers throws a pass, then he surpasses Vinny Testaverde. Look, I okay. know the Bears have a terrible quarterback rate, record. Yeah. But, bruh, the Jets, fam. I could throw out some names, and the only reason why I know these names are because of bat- football cards. Football cards is the reason why I know some of these Jet quarterbacks. Yeah. Like Browning Nagel. Yeah. Richard Todd. Um, shit. Um, Vinny Testaverde, even though I knew him from Tampa Bay. Sure. Um, Mark Sanchez. Sure. Geno Smith. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Um, yeah. It's the track. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah. Bro. Matter of fact, let's let's go to New York Jets quarterbacks history. You know, Zach Wilson. This Zach is Wilson. bad, Mike. And so is is Aaron Rodgers gonna be in play? Ray Lucas. Oh, Forgot who? about Ray Lucas. Ray Lucas, okay. Like, um, um, who else? Ken O'Brien was the name I was thinking. 
Okay. Tony Easton. A Boomer Esiason? Boomer Esiason. Yeah. He's not Boomer Esiason. is solid. He was solid with the Bengals, Jack. Ah, okay, okay, okay. He was solid with the Bengals. Fair, fair, fair. That's about it. Neil O'Donnell is another one. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers could throw one quarter, one pass for the Jets, and he's probably the second best quarterback in their history. Okay. Like nobody's going to be like, yo, he ain't better than Richard Todd, or he's not better than Boom. Like, nah, Jack. Like, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is this is this is tough, Mike. Mike, I know we have our situation with the with the Bears. But they got a huff situation though. But goddamn. Goddamn. Like, <laughs> now that we look at it, <laughs> you can honestly like, say like we can <laughs> we can look at like Jay Cutler. Oh snap. We can look at like Jay Cutler. You could have left that down there. I could have got it. Uh, we could look at Jay. We could look at Jay Cutler, and Jay Cutler is better than half of this list. Oh yeah, Jay Cutler is better than Zach Wilson. It's better than Mike White. It's better than Joe Flacco. It's better than Sam Darnold. It's better than Geno Smith. It's better than Mark Sanchez. He ain't better than Brad Favre in two thousand eight. I don't know. He's better than Chad Pennington. Brooks Ballinger fan. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. No, I do. I think he went to like Wisconsin. I don't remember him. Yeah, it's it's Joe name of Vinny Testaverde. A lot of old niggas, <laughs> young niggas that just didn't work out. If I'm Zach Wilson, I am trying to soak up all of the knowledge that, that, I can. That was gonna be my question. So does he tell does this like it's signing Aaron Rodgers like the Jets keeping hope in Zach Wilson and hoping that, you know, yeah. that he he soaks up everything he can from Aaron Rodgers. Kind of like what Jordan Love did, so to speak, you know? Yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers got three more years left in the league at the okay. least. That was another question I was going to ask. I was yeah, like, I how, how long do we actually see Aaron Rodgers play if he stays healthy? I think we got three more years. Okay. I think we got three more years with him. Now, let me ask you another question. Do the Jets actually compete this year? Yeah. Not for a Super Bowl. I ain't going to go all oh, that. Yeah. Playoffs. They make the playoffs this year, right? They better. They should. Only way they don't make the playoffs is if Aaron Rodgers get injured. That defense they got? Yeah. Fam. They, they should have been in the playoffs last year. I could talk glowingly about Aaron Rodgers today. Yeah. He is not a Green Bay Packer. He is a New York Jet. Let me say this. The Jets got a top five defense. You don't put a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers with a top five defense because you lose if you're the other team. Uh-uh. I, and then he's motivated. He's going to camp and all of this stuff. He's going to be at the mini camps and all that stuff. Look, I know one thing, fam. Being a Bears fan mm-hmm. all my life, what I don't want to go against is a motivated Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to go against, like, I, y'all doubt me, Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to go against that Aaron Rodgers who they lose four straight and then they be, and he be like, yo, relax, we got this, and then his next game against the Bears. I don't want to go up against that Aaron Rodgers. 
I want to go up against the Aaron Rodgers. They really just don't give a fuck. That's the best Aaron Rodgers to go up against. However, this Aaron Rodgers, who feels like the whole world is against him, is going to a team where it's a top five defense, Garrett Wilson on one end, Alan Lazard on another, Brees Hall and Michael Carter in the back. Nah, Jack. What I, I also against that team. What I uh, is um, didn't he get hurt though? Right, he tore his ACL, didn't he? Which one of the running back? Oh, he should be back. He should be good. He should be back. He should be good. Late in, he was solid though. He was solid. That's why I said. But that's why I also said Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter. And then you never know what might happen in the draft too. True. True. What what I'm most (laughs) excited about with New York Aaron Rodgers playing with the Jets is the AFC East is gonna be. Hey, we get to see Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen two times, Mm. and we get to see him versus the Dolphins twice mm-hmm. we don't know we i don't know we don't know what the dolphins is going to be the dolphins made the playoffs though so they have you know a healthy dolphin squad that might be decent the afc is gonna be eh. we don't know about the patriots see patriots we don't really know what's yeah, going on patriots i think they more so in a rebuild this is the thing. first this is the first time in years where we could be like the patriots <sighs> irrelevant oh, it's very irrelevant that's very uncommon grounds right there but oh, definitely like excited about Josh Allen versus Aaron Rodgers twice in a season. We get yeah, that. I'm, That's going to be good right there. I'm, I'm all for that. Yo, I'm, I'm all I'm, for that. I look, starting on Thursday with the draft, I'm very excited about the NFL season for us. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Man. Um, Let's move on real quick. Um, Let's go to that fight. Did you see the fight? I saw the fight. Oh, man. I saw the fight. Oh man, thank you for Tank. <laughs> you got you some fan doing, buddy? No. No. Just imagine the man predicted he, he was gonna knock the man out at seven. Just imagine if you would have sprinkled a little 50 on Tank to KO in the seventh. I pick eight. Ooh. I picked eight and it was a TKO. Uh, if you would have sprinkled on the seventh round, a little 50 bucks, you would have had you about five, six hundred right there, fam. I put TKO. Ah, shit. In the eighth. Damn. And that's what messed me up. Got to be cooking in Because the TKO. I thought <laughs> the ref was going to be like, stop the fight. You know, but it wasn't. He, you know, he hit, he got hit in the liver. Mm-hmm. And then all of that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in the end, this was a great night for boxing, though. Mm-hmm. Look, I thought that, I didn't think that Ryan Garcia had any chance, low key, of of winning that fight. Okay. I don't think that Ryan Garcia is at the level of of Tank. And I think he's a good fighter. He just ain't there. Yeah. So it went the way I expected it to go. But I think for for him though, for for Ryan more than tank i think for ryan it was it was good to see him step up and and request this fight i think that's what's missing for boxing mm-hmm. that people are not stepping up and requesting fights look i am all for knocking things down before you get to the fight but if i'm somebody like like for example errol Gar- uh errol spence and bud crawford if if I'm them, I'm looking at what happened with Tank 
and Ryan Garcia and really scheduling this fight. Mm-hmm. I've seen reports that the fight is supposed to happen June 17th. Um, yeah, I have not seen anything confirmed. I have not seen you no know, any scheduling of press conferences and things of that nature. It's just you no know, some shit that ESPN put up. And not saying that ESPN is wrong. What I'm saying is, is that anytime we we think we're about to get this fight, some bullshit happens. I think more fighters need to look at Tank and Ryan mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, Let's I want him. Do it. I want him. Yeah, I want him." Because again, I knew Ryan Garcia was going to lose. I was. That was a boxing fight that I was not nervous. And I love boxing. Let me just say this. I love the sport. I love the sport so much that I truly get nervous during fights that I have somebody that I'm actually rooting for if I feel that it's a chance they might lose. You just knew on this one. Like the first time. No, you good. The first time that Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fought, I predicted that Tyson Fury will win. Mm-hmm. But I was nervous the whole entire fight. Even in the later rounds, I was nervous. That was when Deontay Wilder ruined Black History. That's when he ruined Black History Month the first time. Yeah. Second time he ruined it, I was nervous, but I was a little comfortable that Tyson would pull it out. Mm-hmm. The third time, I wasn't nervous at all. Yeah. I want to feel like, damn, my favorite fighter might not win. And the thing is, is with this fight, while I was not nervous by no stretch of the imagination, I wanted to see those two put up their undefeated um, records to go up against each other. And to me, Tank had more to lose than Ryan Garcia did. So even though I felt like he was going to win, he had more to lose than Ryan did at this point. Um. Because I think Ryan is going to be okay as long as he was going, as long as he was Golden Boy, mm-hmm. which was fucked up that Oscar De La Hoya and Bernard Hawkins was not at the press conference at the end of the night. Left that boy alone. That's fucked up, Bernard <laughs> and Oscar. But I look at Tank and I look at Ryan and I look at Errol Spence and I look at Bud. And I say, y'all got to stop bullshitting and fight. There's nobody in y'all way. I understand that whole knocking things down before you meet in the middle. I understand that. But that's done. Now y'all got to fight. Uh-huh. And y'all got to stop bullshitting and get this done. Because Tank, to me, became the face of boxing after that fight. Not Errol Spence, not Bud Crawford. It's Tank. And Tyson Fury, the two faces of boxing. And it's now to a point that we're not even talking about Bud. We're not even talking about Air. So they got to stop bullshitting. They got to fight mm-hmm. to see who's the better between the two. Okay. And that's what it is. On Tank, that Tank ran off a few names, too, on guys that he, like, want to see, you know what I'm saying, later on in his career and shit like that. So what Oh, him doing? and Shakur Stevenson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of them. He said That's, he wanted to see somebody else first, though, before Shakira Stevenson. Well, Devin Haney, Devin Haney and um, Lomachenko fight in, on May 20th. That winner is probably going to face Shakur Stevenson. Tank got him one more fight. I hope in 2024, late 2024, we get to see Tank and Shakur. And that, my friends is a pick'em. Mm-hmm. 
because Shakur is a bad man. And we all know what Tank can do. Mm-hmm. But that's what we want to see. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. can still have a Ryan versus Devin Haney or or Lomachenko or any like you can still have these things. The issue be when we don't see these, like they fight and then you they just disappear. And that's what fucks it up for boxing a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'd be worried about for the most part. Yeah. And they just got to get off that bullshit. Especially Errol Spence and, and, and Bud. They got to stop bullshitting with their life <laughs> at this point. Just box it out, fam. Yeah. I don't know what they got to do to make this official. But June 17th, man, folks need to be in Vegas watching them two fight to see who's the better of the two. We tired of them talking. We tired of the, the sideways talking and all that. We tired of the excuses. And now it's time to fight. I agree. Um, what else? Oh, um, Deion Sanders. For sure. Why everybody leaving um Colorado? Cause Deion told them niggas when he got there. Hey, y'all might as well some some of y'all might as well just go ahead and hop in that transfer portal. He got 30, it's 30, 15 kids, fam, after spring practice dipped. Deion told, look. Deion. The leading receiver, G. The leading receiver. Yeah, that, that was, that's a weird one right there. Like, that's what I'm saying. Hey. The leading receiver after the game was like, hey, man, I'd like to thank everybody for the opportunity. God bless. Good night. Goodbye, Deion. Goodbye, good riddance. He must got some competition in practice or something. I don't know. <laughs> He must have thought it was going to be sweet. He might be their lead receiver, but at the end of the day, they still only had one win last year. Deion said, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. He was the lead receiver in the game, though, in spring practice. In spring practice, huh? Uh, Mike, I'm scared for Deion. Hey, what what he say? Uh, what Coach Carter say in what you call it in, in the movie? They, it was, but Buddy's like, I don't do contracts. And he was like, Man, that was our leading scorer from last season. He said, I guess we're going to have a new lead scorer this season. That's Dion. That's the fan. Guess we're going to have a new lead receiver this year. I'm scared for Dion, Jack. Like, this ain't the swag, fam. You in the Pac 10. Dion over there cleaning house, old nigga. Gee, you going you think to. He, go- you think he, uh, you, you think he uh, biting off more than he can chew right now? To be determined, bro. We're going to see, fam. We're going to see how it play out. But they go- as, as many players as entering the transfer portal, is he? did he gain players from other schools? Like, I mean, not he ain't gained 15 more. 15, oh, yeah. He ain't gained 15 more. So out of 15 players that was, like, on the roster that I was willing to play after the first spring game, they was like, we gone. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of weird when you really think about it. The beginning of the the beginning of his tenure, at the beginning of Dion's tenure, that I'm bringing Louis shit. I I'm with it. It sounds good. Okay, cool. Other players is like, ah, he bringing Louis, fam. I'm I'm a Jan sport. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. But after spring practice, fifteen folks like. Did they have footage of the game? Like, what was? Yes, I watched some of the highlights. All right, the leading you... receiver was getting it. 
So what transpired? That's man. That's unanswered. Yeah, we okay. Well, something had to transpire. I don't know. I look, Mike. That's that is interesting though. But I still, I don't. I'm that's not all worried. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's interesting. Interesting. I did. I expect Dion. I expected Dion to win four to six games this season. This season, anyway. He's not jumping out the box in the Pac-10 with this team right here. Mm-hmm. Talking about winning, going ten and two. He. Four to six games and continue building. But here's where Dion runs the risk at. And I know black people be trying to root for everything that's black. Of course. But that don't mean anything gonna win. You just root for them. Sure. There's rooting for everything black and hope looking to see if everything black winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not gonna be the case. We watch game shows, man. Man, everybody black don't win on Will of Fortune. You know, we think they should, but everybody black don't win on Family Feud, fam. Because nope. because dudes be on there talking about Kool-Aid when you know damn well that Family Feud asked 100 <laughs> white families. That's always got on my nerves about Family Feud, when black people come up. <laughs> you know for a fact that these questions were asked to white people. And black you know, people damn- answer them like they, you know. <laughs> you know damn well that yeah. they didn't ask 100 black folks in Compton these questions. Yeah. They ask 100 white people, but you answer them in a way that black people would answer, and then you'd be sitting there when you get the X, like, what is that? Y'all be like, that was a good answer, though. That was a good, no, it wasn't. Yeah, so everybody don't win on Family Feud. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I root for Dion, but what I do know is this. You have to see some improvement other than a win total on a team in order for recruits to be like, you know what? I'm going to slide over that because I think they're going to be okay. Because there's one thing also, like you said, if they win four to six games, now let's say the games that they lose, obviously we don't want to see them getting their ass whooped. We would love to see them compete. That's what's really going to bring them in. Bingo. Not – all right, y'all lost. Well, we won four to six games, but the other games we was getting our ass kicked in the Pac-10. You know what I'm saying against the conference teams. You want to see that competitiveness. You know what I'm saying. At least mm-hmm. go out there and play four quarters and keep it tight. You know what I'm saying. That really reels them in. So yeah, you have to really hope so, for that. So let's say, for instance, Deion Sanders goes what four and eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was very competitive against the in the games against UCLA and yeah. and USC and and Utah, the top of the division, Oregon. If you're a recruit, you like, man, that's still Deion Sanders, though. I'll fuck around and go. Mm-hmm. Now, you go against UCLA, Oregon, Utah, and, <laughs> and USC, get, and, get and you, you lose 66 to three. I'm not going over. I don't give a fuck if Deion Sanders over there or not. <laughs> that's my worry. Yeah. Because people see Deion Sanders in the swag, and they dominate for the most part. And you thinking, oh, yeah, he about to go to the Pac-10. He about to get it. Everybody about to come. Well, no, it don't work like that, fam. No, it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that I am worried that Dion is in for a rude awakening when he gets to the Pac-10 or he, Pac-12, excuse me. He got time. My man, my man Jay Hollins, he loves the Pac-12 because he, he's an Oregon fan. Yeah, Oregon is fan. a squad. Yeah. He yeah, he's organized his squad. I think he wanted to fight me 
when I told him that Jameis Winston was going to be better than Marcus Mariota. I think he legit wanted to fight me. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but I felt a little heat when I said that Jameis Winston was going to be better than Marcus Mariota. I felt the heat. Where's the lie? <laughs> I ain't saying it. Where's the lie? I know what Jay. I know you what said Jay that Howard the year that be. you said that to him the year that they both was coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. and I probably shouldn't have said it in the way that I said it because. <laughs> Learning more about Jay Holland's life before you know he found music. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said it the way that I said it. We're Pardon. friends now. We're good, you know. Okay. You know, but <laughs> then he wanted to fight me when I was like, yo, Jameis Winston better than Marcus Mariota, fam. He, no, he ain't. No, he ain't. I mean, yes, he is. <laughs> find out about people's lives. You're right, Jay. You're right. right. You got it. But my bad. When it comes to anything Pac-12, I might not ask him directly, but I pay attention to his social media posts because mm-hmm. he loves Oregon. He yep. knows what goes on. He he follows everything Oregon, Jack. He ain't say, man, I got faith in Deion Sanders. He didn't. He said it's going to be a hard road when you're going up against them teams. And I think that people, when you root for everything that's black, I'm with that, but that don't mean you going to win, though. And that be the issue. And then depending on how quickly you win or you don't win is when black folks are turned on you. Yeah. That's what I'm scared for Dion. See, Dion went to a HBCU, did great there, alienated some black people because he went to Colorado which is white as hell and cold even when it snows and cold <laughs> and but other but that other group of black people that still love Dion are thinking because it's Dion Sanders Dion could get any recruit he want to come to Colorado I don't know if that's the case but that group of black people are going to see Dion Sanders not be so great in his first year so some of that group of black people are going to leave him. That group that stays are going to be like, I right, just give him one more year to get his players. And if Deion Sanders is four and eight again, a section of them going to leave. That third year, if he don't improve, not only is that last group of black folks going to leave, Colorado going to leave his ass too. <laughs> and that's what I'm scared of for Deion. We so just... when I see 31 kids in the transfer portal in your first year and knowing you got to replenish that, everybody you grabbed ain't Louie. You think they are, but they was Louie where they was at. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing about college sports to me. <clears throat> you could be the finest girl in Maywood. Mike, you could be the finest girl in Maywood and then go to California and be the ugliest girl on your block. You could be the baddest chick out West but go to Florida and be the ugliest girl on your block. Deion Sanders could have Louie in the swag 
but it could be Jansport in the Pac-12. We've all seen it. We've all seen people leave their hometowns because they like, yo, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be this and be that. Then they go to New York. They go to L.A. And they waiting tables. Like, damn, it ain't work out for me, fam. <laughs> that could be all these people that went from where they was at to Colorado to get playing time under a Hall of Fame NFL player, not coach. Now they could get out on that field. Then they could be like, damn, I was tearing it up over there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> damn, the level of competition goes up. Damn, I'm huff. I think we got to transfer. I think we got to just sit back and just say, Dion, we hope you know what you're doing. I do. <laughs> Man, I do. As black people, fans, and, you know, just peers of Dion, sit back and just say, I hope you know what you're doing, Dion, and we rooting for you, dog. Look. Yeah. <laughs> when you put it that way, man, yes. Very interesting to see that many players hit the portal early. I don't I don't know. Like, obviously, they've practiced and everything like that, so you kind of get a feel of what his coaching style is. Now, I guess I don't know if that, you know what I'm saying, carries over into an actual game, which is just like a, you know, spring game. But I don't know. These players not get in the game, you know? Like, what? They, they I don't, like, I don't understand. I don't know, but we got to figure it out. <laughs> hey, man, before I let you get out of here, because like I said, it wasn't going to be a long, a long yeah. pod. We got, we got, we got a little more time. Up. We got about 10, 15 minutes. Go yeah, ahead. I know. I know. That this is the last joint right yeah. here. Hey, man, I told y'all on this pod a couple of weeks ago that there was going to be a certain NBA player that ends up in this worst superstar list. I told y'all who that player was weeks ago. Did you say that? Did we? T- yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Weeks ago on the pod, I said that Kawhi Leonard. Oh, that was last week. That was on the last week's pod. Was I was. I said to folks that Kawhi Leonard is gonna mess around and they're gonna start asking questions if he's a one of the best superstars. Or is he one of the worst superstars? Now, granted, ladies and gentlemen, when people say say the worst superstar, you're basically saying this dude is the worst out of the best players in the league. So if somebody called me the worst superstar, I wouldn't even get mad because I'm still a superstar. I just ain't Kevin Durant. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Bang. If James Harden, if the Philadelphia 76ers somehow, some way, win the NBA title, did that take James Harden off the list? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't really want to say it, but it's like, yeah, it does, though. It It actually does. (laughs) Like, yeah, it does. When when people say we're superstar, if it's 10 superstars, this person is 10. And then it's like the second tier is 11. So he's still number one. He's still number 10 in the first tier of people. I say this. I say that to say this. Hey, y'all got to leave Kawhi alone. I know I shitted on James Harden, so I know y'all probably be like, well, you can just shit on Kawhi too. No, I will not. I think it's something legit wrong with this body. Like, what the fuck happened? They say he sprained it in game one, but he played in game two. 
and had a 38 ball. Like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, oh, he's out because he sprayed his knee. He aggravated it in game one. Win! I refuse to believe <laughs> that Kawhi Leonard is just chilling and watching his team lose. I refuse to believe that. I, I, obviously, I refuse to believe that, too. I know he's not doing that, but when and how did this happen? Maybe it was a loose ball or something, Mike. When maybe, did this happen? Maybe a tweak happened and but, we just didn't know But it. they say it happened in game one, but he played game two. And did he play game three? Or he hasn't played a game in, in L.A. He hasn't, he hasn't played a game in L.A. Okay, yet. so, he, yeah, so this was game three. So now he's about but, to miss his third straight game because of something not, he did in game one. Mike, <laughs> I refuse to believe that Kawhi Leonard is doing this on purpose. Bruh. I refuse to believe that Kawhi, excuse me, I say Kyrie. I refuse to believe that Kawhi is, is healthy. Yeah, this is weird, bro, because the man been putting up 40 minutes a game. The load management hasn't been there. He's been flying around the court. I actually, when I'm watching Kawhi Leonard play, and I'm seeing, I'm kind of like, you know, yeah, he, he jumping off, he dunking on fast breaks and shit. I kind of like, like, I kind of do like this, like, I do like, like, he, is he okay? <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden, they come out talking about he got hurt on a play that I didn't even see him get hurt on. When did he get hurt? <laughs> when did this happen? I haven't seen him squint, limp, nothing in the first two games. And all of a sudden, he's out. <laughs> like, this My, is it's crazy. It's like, I don't know. I refuse to believe it. If Ky- if Kyrie told me his knee ligaments was torn, I believe him. Cause I refuse to believe that we are where we are right now, and Kawhi Leonard can't give it one hundred and ten percent. I refuse. Yeah. This is the NBA playoffs. You have a great chance of winning a title. You get to the second round, you get Paul George back. So that means you can. You can load manage a little bit <laughs> with Paul being there. You can, you know, you don't have to play forty minutes. You get to go down to right. thirty five minutes. You know, don't have to. But, but my man went one and one and was like, "My knee hurt." <laughs> you went one and one and and scored thirty in both games. <laughs> and was like, ah, I don't know, fam. I can't even play now. His sister got was found guilty and received a life sentence on some stuff. What's crazy is is I've we've never heard of Kyrie's family other than his uncle. So Kawhi. I don't know how he, I mean Kawhi, excuse me. So I don't know how close he is to to Shorty. Yeah, when I saw that story, I was like, well, damn. First of all, we didn't really know about this. Second of all, must not really be too close with his sister. Like, like uh, this this had to be like like we all got family members that are family, but yeah. we don't claim them. Yeah. Or. Especially if they're like half cousins or half uncles or whatever. It's, yeah. That's them over there. So maybe she them over there. I don't know. <laughs> but Kawhi Leonard, let me just say J.R. Bang, it's not gonna put you on the worst superstar list. You're 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 like eighth, maybe. I'm not gonna put down a list of who's a superstar. I was about to ask you who's but the I just, few people I, on there. <laughs> I just say eighth. All right. But for anybody that even laughs at my James Harden video, he's still a superstar, fam. He's just the worst one out the bunch. It's like it's like saying it's it's like some girl saying, you know, 
what's that Mary fuck Mary kid what's that shit people saying fuck Mary kill like yeah, you know you have to choose like, choose which one yeah. you would it's like somebody say that and they say Brad Pitt George Clooney and like Ryan Gosling you mm-hmm. ask that to a white girl she's like oh I think I gotta kill Ryan no I think I would kill <laughs> like it's three of the finest white men Pause. Pause. That you could get in Hollywood. Yeah. Like they didn't say like two random ugly ass comedians uh. in Brad Pitt. Yeah. So you still in the elite company. Yeah, for sure. You just it's like, just like the, tough. It's just tough decisions. You know what I'm saying? Have to be tough made. Decisions. And you have to want to. Everybody can't make it. <laughs> it's tough decisions. Everybody can't make it to the club, fam. Yeah. Everybody can't make it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And even when you make it to the Hall of Fame, everybody can't be up there. I think part we in this participation world where everybody wants to put everybody up there, but everybody can't be up there in that room. So James Harden, when I made that video, he was on the front, the, the front lawn of the, the, the superstar house. I think he's still there. <laughs> But Kawhi ain't outside. He inside somewhere. He might be in the living room. Like if it was a superstar house, LeBron James would have the biggest crib, biggest room in the house. Giannis would have one a little bit smaller. KD would have some a little bit smaller. Like Luca get the den. You know, um, who else? Um Kyrie would be in the kitchen cooking, you know. Kawhi would be watching TV in the living room. Yeah. And James Harden would be by the front door. Yeah. Best way of putting it. Y'all all in the house. It's just people got different spots. Everybody got different jobs in the house. Yeah, everybody got different jobs, fam. Yeah. So that's why when I hear that conversation, I mean, even though I started it with the James Harden thing, I take it as a grain of salt. I'm still a superstar. Yeah, for sure. Like, what the hell? Did I miss a superstar? Who'd you name? You said Kyrie. You said James Harden, Kawhi. Who else did you say? Uh, of course, LeBron. LeBron. Um, uh, KD. Luka. Uh, Giannis. Yeah. Um, did I miss one? I don't think so. Like, nobody called Kawhi Leonard Spencer Dinwiddie. Who <laughs> <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie got to catch a straight brother like that? <laughs> I'm just saying. He probably said the same shit. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is probably one of the most self-aware <laughs> NBA players of all time, fam. <laughs> like, he's very self-aware, fam. Like The back and forth that him and Kyle Kuzma had was hilarious. That was hilarious. But he, <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie is very self-aware. Yeah. When they was talking about um, Damian Lillard and how, you know, he broke it down in a way that I was like, yo, more people need to break it down like this. Like, look, I'm not LeBron. I'm not Giannis. I'm good. I'm great. But I ain't them. Facts. So let me get this money, fam. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone in Portland if I want to be there. And then if. If I got two more years left and I want to get the Gary Payton ring, I'll get the Gary Payton ring. Why well, I have to use Gary Payton for that? 
my favorite damn player. Yeah. It's, that's my favorite damn player. That's man. all right, bro. He got the ring. It don't matter, bro. It don't matter how he got it. He got it. He was he was effective with the Miami Heat. Like he was. He was. He was a, hey, he was a great leader. Yeah, he, he, he was a great leader. He wasn't Udonis Haslam. I'm about to say he wasn't Udonis Haslam. He wasn't sitting on the bench getting the ring. He was out there putting up minutes. Yeah. So it's all good. <laughs> oh, one more thing, Mike. Jimmy Butler. Oh man, they say Trey Young trade unlikely. What? We talking about Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, so they said, well, they saying his his uh his reputation as a defensive liability has hurt his value. Hell yeah, man! Fuck that, bro. <laughs> he can come to Chicago, bro. He can come oh, wow. be with us. Right, he don't need to play defense here, bro. We just need you to run the offense. That's what we need, <laughs> bro. How much defense do y'all expect to get out of him, bro? He's like six feet tall, bro. Like, not gonna get much. Well, buddy, I didn't, who cares? He's 25, 26 years old, bro. What the fuck? I don't need no defense out of Trey Young, bro. I need him to run the offense. That's what hey, I man. need. I don't need defense. I need it. Uh, we need an offense ran by a point so, guard. Look, man. Makes no sense to me, but. Matter of fact, you know what? You just messed up, so I'll just go straight. You I'm sorry, up. babe. What was you finna get into? Forgive me, oh, bro. I just want to say this to Dylan Brooks. I'm not as good as Dylan Brooks will ever be in basketball. I won't act like it. Man, with a little bit of practice, you might be. But go ahead, though. Lose, <laughs> lose some weight. Get down to like get down to like 220. You know what I'm saying? Hey, down to like 220. Be like Lazebo, bro, out there, fam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's be Le Bonzi Wells. Yeah, you might be. I'm be Bonzi Wells. <laughs> like a six-foot Bonzi Wells. There you go. Don't sell that, yourself. aiming high. Don't sell yourself short, babe. I'm not selling. How you right? I'm not selling you myself short. You might just short. be better than Dylan Brooks with a little Sing, bit of work. If, if I was six foot Bonzi Wells, we out there giving I, him buckets. I'm out here. I'm out here with more heart than Dylan Brooks. There you go. There you go. Hey man, Dylan Brooks may have the 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 worst fall from grace in NBA history, fam. And, and it's quick. It's, it's coming I ain't never seen nobody fall so quick, so fast. See, all that shit talking is cute until you go up against LeBron James and get your ass kicked. See, that's the whole thing. Look, if Dylan Brooks and the and the Memphis Grizzlies would have beat the Lakers, because this shit's over tomorrow. I don't see this shit going six. It might, but it ain't going. It's not going seven. It ain't man. going past six for sure. It's not going past six, but. Dylan Brooks, if they would have defeated the Lakers, been handling the Lakers, Dylan Brooks would have made himself so much money, so much popularity, because he called out LeBron and he beat LeBron. But no, he ain't backing up, got kicked out the damn game because he hit LeBron James in the nuts, didn't even guard LeBron James for the last shot. They had some creative player ass dude from <laughs> the, the University of Sega. Like, buddy, buddy ass looked like a creative player from NBA 2K5. Oh fam, my God. For Dreamcast. Hell no. You know, when you make create a creative hey, player, hey, they'd be like, yeah. the University of Sega. Yeah. That's what Tillman looks like, fam. Funny as And hell. then you don't even talk to the press. I'm out. After the game, you show, I'm out. Bruh, I'm going to tell y'all this and we can close out. The Memphis Grizzlies will never be nothing. 
Remember when the Minnesota Timberwolves started getting up there with KG and Steph? Starberry? Starberry. You saw what happened after Starberry won his money. They traded him. And it took Minnesota a little bit to get back there. That's why I look at Memphis. Hey, that young team that and might might not I would not. Nah, it's Minnesota. Because at least the New Jersey Nets went end up going to a final. They're gonna be amongst the teams that we are gonna look back. Matter of fact, I got the team. My bad, y'all. The Memphis Grizzlies is the the three J Dallas Mavericks. Jamal Mashborn, Jason Kidd, and Jimmy Jackson. Okay. It was so much hype around that young team. And it was just, yo, when they make it, it's going to be a wrap for the league. Then the Tony Braxton rumor started. And niggas got traded. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, it will not shock me if Dylan Brooks is traded when the season is over with. Yeah, that's going to happen probably. Not because of the bitch shit during this finals, though. But the Bulls needed to trade somebody to get somebody to help out Mike in the post. They traded Charles Oakley for Bill Cartwright. Mike didn't like that shit. Traded his best fucking friend. Mm-hmm. He wanted to fight Bill Cartwright. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. That's the type of trade that the Memphis Grizzlies need to make this offseason. Somebody got to go, and it has to go for a quality vet. Well, that's easy. <laughs> that's easy. He's the easy target because, obviously, you're not trading away Desmond Bain, and you're not no. trading away Jaron Jackson. No. And those seem to be the only two players on the team that actually got some sense. <laughs> Nobody else seems to got no sense on that team, bro. Yeah. Your star player, he ain't got no sense. <laughs> Your enforcer, <laughs> the, the, the enforcer guy. He definitely ain't right. He's at this point. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is at this point where you got to hit him with the quotation mark. <laughs> oh, the enforcer. He might be that guy. But you he don't might be that guy. But no, somebody has to get traded to bring in a quality vet to bring real these dudes in. I ain't saying they got to go get a Carmelo Anthony or whatever. But my question to you, Mike. Steven Adams can't be your vet. Yeah, Steve, but my <laughs> and I question, like Steven Adams. But my question to you, Mike. I think this is the $100,000 question. Who in the NBA is that type of vet that could come to a Memphis Grizzlies team and help turn that team around, brings established some routines, you know? You need kind of like, OG you, need a, you need a guy like Al Horford, but maybe like a, a few years younger. Than That's Al what I'm Horford. saying. Like, like Al Horford type of player, but I wouldn't say Al Horford necessarily, but you need a guy like that. Um, Who's out there that can do that? You need like a... Like, who's the OG Fetch that still got it? I would say Boogie Cousins, but Boogie not in the league, though. But you need kind of like a guy like Boogie, though, sort of. like all I'm, <laughs> Mike, all I'm telling y'all is, I told y'all this some weeks ago, that bench player, that's the last of a dying breed now. Yeah. Like, Malcolm Brogdon won the sixth man of the year, and we was like, oh, okay. That used to be a real coveted award. Yeah, we don't talk about bench players like that no more. We don't. We don't talk about quality vets no more. We don't talk about wily veterans. Like, they need remember, a Bobby. They need a Bobby Portis type of guy on. They the need team. a Bobby Portis type of guy. They need a Bobby Portis on that team. That's what they need. Like 
Bobby Portis is the last of a dying breed. Like when you look at Bobby Portis, he's a wily veteran. Yeah. He's he's a a, a a veteran that, you know, people are going to talk about that brings, you know, character to a team. And he can still drop, give you 15 and 10 yeah. and all of that. What happened to the wily veteran? Man? Yeah. Like Marv Albert don't come in and be like, you know, Hey, Antonio Davis and Dale Davis, the Davises. Yeah. The bruisers, man. But they still, like, they actually out here helping you out and really giving you true, honest buckets. Yeah. We not... missed a wily veteran, fam. Yeah, Bobby Portis is the guy. They need a Bobby Portis on their team. That's the... Who's, who's your favorite wily veteran in NBA history? Wily veteran in NBA history? Um... Shit. Ah, uh, who you got? Um, I can't. hey, I tell you, mine is the one that is the one that the Bulls traded for Bill Cartwright. <laughs> Oakley, huh? It's Oakley, man. It's Oakley, um, like Oakley is the quintessential Wiley veteran fan. That's the person that you need on your team and can still give you some some rebounds, some quality minutes, and all of that. He's still someone, but. <clears throat> he ain't the star of the team. Yeah. We need wily veterans, man. We need Antonio Masons in the NBA. Yeah. We need more Charles Oakleys, man. Yeah. We need more John Starks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need more Bill Cartwrights in this NBA, fam. Yeah. We'll produce. We'll produce with solid. We'll Luke, solid. who's the wily veterans, fam? We'll produce with solid. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. That's who the Memphis Grizzlies need, though. That's what they need. Like the Sam Mitchells. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, you know, Marv Albert come out and is like, yeah, <clears throat> Sam Mitchell came into the game. A wily veteran. We know we're going to get. You know what you're going to get out of those guys. You know what you're going to get, fam. Yeah. We missed those wild the Memphis veterans. Grizzlies. I know y'all didn't fucked up, right? No, they ain't <laughs> fucked up, man. But shouts out to Bobby Portis. A real, true, wily veteran. Fam. There you go. There you go. All right, man. You got any hot takes, bro? Um, Yeah. If the Milwaukee, if the Miami Heat fuck around and fuck around and get out of this first round, look out. Eastern Conference Finals ain't, ain't no stretch for the Miami Heat right now, bro. So look out. If, if they pull it off, I got Miami Heat going to the, at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, wow. Well, I got something else that might shock you. It's definitely going to shock me because yeah. I didn't think i ever say some shit like this ever again. But I agree with you. I agree with you so much so as I'm going to go out on the limb and say this. If the Miami Heat defeat the Milwaukee Bucks, the New York Knicks is going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Damn. Knicks? The Knicks? What a time to be alive. You know I don't want to say that shit. What a time. But if the Miami Heat can pull off the impossible. They can pull off the upset and defeat the Milwaukee Bucks. The New York Knicks will be in the Eastern Conference. But they finals. meet the Heat and the Nick uh in oh, what a semifinals. time semifinals. What a time. What a time to oh, be and, and then and then what's crazy, Mike? Oh man. The Miami Heat versus New York Knicks rivalry will be back. What a time, bro. Oh, man. What a time. It's going to be feeling like 1997 back up in this game. That's crazy, bro. We need a P. See, talking about Wiley Veterans fan, we need a P.J. Brown fight. 
There you go. We 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 need um we need Udonis Haslam to just throw somebody yeah. in the in 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 the crowd and shit. Yeah. He needs to throw um who uh Quigley. You need mm-hmm. to throw Quigley in the crowd, and then you have Tibbs grabbing somebody's leg. Yeah, man, Tibbs versus Spolstra. Man, Jimmy versus Brunson. I take that shit. Mm. That's some high quality I, mid range basketball right there, my guy. Bam, Bam versus Randall. <laughs> yeah, man, yo, we about to get a mid ass Easter Coast. <laughs> Damn. This shit gonna be hey, if Miami goes against New York, it's gonna be the best mid-ass series of all time. Damn, bro. bro. We gonna be that's Man. gonna be that's gonna be so fucking vintage that in the fourth quarter, the score gonna be like 65 to 50 going into the fourth quarter. It's gonna be <laughs> Hey man, Marvin Albert gotta call that whole joint. Yeah, but no. I do believe that the Mil- if the Milwaukee Bucks lose, man, it's going to be Miami versus New York because New York going to beat the, the Cavs. Yeah. And the New York Knicks are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals, which is going to make Twitter and New York unbearable. Hey, man, the Knicks? The New York Knicks? Look, every time they win, bro, you just got to go on um, – I forgot they uh, – they, uh, uh, they TikTok – Side, side, I forgot, but yeah, them New York Knicks fans, New York fans in general, bro. It's just the quality content that we're going to get from fans out there, oh, bro. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's top notch. All right? Hey, you saw they had 7th Street sold up like they won the goddamn NBA championship. Look, man, don't, please don't let them get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They, New York, the city of New York is going to clown right now. And then, you know what I'm saying, obviously they got the Yankees, and then they got the, you know, the Rangers is in, in the in the NF, in the NHL playoffs right now. So you know how they go for the Rangers. And then the Jets just got <laughs> The Aaron Jets Rogers. just got Aaron Rodgers. It's up in New York, bro. It's up. Matter of fact, the Rangers and the Islanders are in the in, in the, the, Stanley in the Cup. In, Yep, definitely, definitely in the NHL playoffs right now. I think the Islanders are about to get bounced, but the Rangers. We need don't... a beam. <laughs> yeah, we, Mike, we, we need look, a beam. We looking bad out here in Chicago right now, fam. Chicago, we need a beam, y'all. <laughs> we need something to get us hype, fam. We need a beam. That's the only reason why I might upload next week's uh, last week's podcast. Yeah, because we need all a right, beam. right. That's what we was talking about. Yeah, we, was we need a goddamn beam, fam. Yeah, I might get that episode. I might put it up because <laughs> we need to, we need a goddamn beam. We need to get us some excited because if, if New York is doing all this shit, fam, all they teams been in the goddamn playoffs, finals appearances and shit, possibly at least conference finals. And we out here struggling yeah. to beat the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. The White Sox is huff. White Sox is huff. The Cubs, you know. The Cubs look solid. You know, hey, Blackhawks is huff. Blackhawks huff. And we looking forward to the goddamn NFL draft. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. It's bad in Chicago right now. We don't got nothing going good for us right now, bro. We got nothing. Candace Parker left us to go to Vegas. What do we have? <laughs> We don't got nothing. We got a Michael Jordan statue. That's it. We can't live. Can we like? Can we, we light a beam? We need we a got, beam like Sacramento. We gotta find something. The Sacramento win with De'Aaron Fox with the tip of his finger hurt. We gotta see how this. We gotta see how it play out, bro. I honestly, it gives him a little better chance, but Sabonis got to step up. Sabonis hey, got to step up. Uh, Kevin Herter got to step up. They gotta hit some shots, bro. That's the only way you're gonna keep them. That's the only way they're gonna stay in the game. Only nah, man, but Mike. look forward to but the Golden State Warriors are huff on the road against anybody. That's <laughs> so true. So you got that in your favor. So 
All right, man. Close us out, man. Kings in seven, man. Some do pod, rate, like, subscribe. I'm M. Mike B. That's Jr. Bang. <laughs> like, how does that pop? The tip of your finger is broke. How? What is that? Like, I feel like he can still play. He'd be fine, bro. Yeah, it's um, just nine. We'll see, bro. I saw some videos of him shooting jump shots. He was bricking. But I don't know. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, they looking good. But he going to get 10 to 12 assists, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Simone's got to get involved. Um, they need a wildly veteran, man. <laughs> They got who they who they wildly venturing on their team. Alex Lynn. <laughs> Alex Lynn giving a productive minute. Yeah, off yeah. The bench. No, Harrison Barnes is yeah. their wildly veteran. Yeah, team. but he had a game winner opportunity and he blew it. Wiley Wiley veterans don't win. <laughs> Wiley, Wiley veterans don't win. Get hit game winners, man. Why not hit a game winner against your old team that shipped you away, bro? Yeah, come on, dog. He ain't yeah, Draymond Green said so he didn't invite them to invite. Him I to didn't even right know now. anything about that. I didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't know that he felt like Draymond got him out of town. <laughs> Probably got you out of town too, but KD, dog, get up out here, fam. Don't, don't right. feel bad, bro. Take it as a compliment, fam. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we on Twitch, the What Digital. We on YouTube, the What Digital. Uh, uh, IG at some do pod, Twitter at some do pod, at JR Bang, at Mike B underscore CHR. Uh, hashtag some do pod is the Facebook group. Make sure you cop some merch. Um, yeah, man, I'm Mike B. That's JR Bang. Some do pod. We gone. Wiley veterans. <laughs> we need them back in the league, fam. Come back, indeed. fam. Indeed, indeed. Where's Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley and, and Charles Smith at, fam? Yeah. You know, where's <laughs> Bill Cartwright and Bill Winnington at, fam? Yeah. We miss y'all, fam. Mm-hmm. Last of a dying breed. Shout to Bobby Point. Facts. <laughs> <laughs>